Hello, Internet, and welcome once again to the Always Online Multiplayer Gaming Podcast brought to you by MMOBomb.com, your home for all things multiplayer related. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, aka Magic Man, as always, and this is episode 475. We're doing the show live as we always do, twitch.tv slash MMOBomb, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern. I say always, next week's show will not be on Friday. Uh, at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I will be out again Friday traveling to Canada uh, for another Final Fantasy thing, but we are not canceling the cast next week. Next week's show will just be on Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, and we will have Wilfredo and uh, Q on that show, so that'll be fun. I'll be out Friday doing some more driving across the border. But we got a lot to talk about. If you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, watching on YouTube, whatever, we appreciate it. Give it a thumbs up, a like, a subscribe. Turn on notifications as always. But most importantly, make sure you give us your question of the week and weekly bombs in the comments below because it's an important part of the show. Joining me to go over all kinds of fun news today, Mr. Troy Blackburn, the new fridge. What's up, sir? Hello, friends, and welcome to the show. Thank you for coming. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of good news today, man. There's some fun stuff in these <laughs> show notes. Uh, also on the line, at a whole different locale, coming to us live on location from Brother's Home, Matthew D'Onofrio, Mr. Dino Fries. What's up, sir? What's up, guys? Hi, chat. Ready to dive in. Ready to dive in. <laughs> He's like, yeah, looking at these show notes, there's, there's some stuff to talk about. There's a Gang, we got to chat. Come on over to the fireside. It's time to chat about a few things. So let's start with some news. <laughs> Chat's saying, calm down, Matt. Settle down. You're a little too excited. <laughs> Just, let's temper I am excited. Up. Yeah, well, you and I, uh, behind the scenes, have talked quite a bit about one of our topics today. Um, and we were looking forward, and Troy was too, to uh, the first playtest. And we all kind of mm-hmm. came out of the first playtest going, I mean, okay, all right. It was pretty limited on what we were able to access and things like that. And, and so we're, we're going to start today talking about a few games that maybe haven't been received the way the developers had hoped. Because a recent playtest came up for Wayfinder, and all three of us were in it again, of course. And we did varying degrees of dabbling through the dungeons. And at one point, I was extremely excited for Wayfinder. I don't mind games as a live service when I feel like they're done well and done fairly. So that does not an immediate turn off for me. I love dungeons and MMOs. So, hey, here's an MMO-ish product that's all dungeons. Cool, sign me up. I like the repeatable gameplay loop of things like Destiny and The Division and uh, Warframe and their well-done gameplay loops. Here's one with kind of a World of Warcraft uh, art aesthetic and some dungeon diving. Go. And I'm like, sweet. I'm in. I'm in. First play test? Uh, All right. And then you delayed things? Uh, Okay. Kind of feel like that was the right call. Coming out of the first playtest, making a few delays. Right before the next playtest, we get another delay on the launch, but the playtest fires last week. Now, keep in mind in the comments, if you're playing in the Wayfinder tests, you are still under NDA. We are not. 
we are able to talk about our impressions. And in fact, we're special. Yeah. In fact, Matthew, you wrote an entire article because this most recent play test, you came out maybe a little less excited than we had been in the past now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I played the game during the beta, and I was pretty just, like, underwhelmed and a little bit disappointed because um, the game looks cool, and I was excited for it, uh, like you. I mean, I think a simple gameplay loop and just dungeon crawling is super fun, um, plus it's free to play, uh, but it's just not that exciting um i played it i wrote the article about it if you want more details uh but i don't know i mean i feel like there's not much they're gonna do to it at this point too so this seems like the game um it just feels floaty and not really like impactful which i think is really important when it comes to games it just doesn't feel good to play and yeah i mean that's about it. Yeah, I mean, your headline kind of says it all, right? I tried Wayfinder during the closed beta test, and the game plays fine. That's about it, though. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. just like, and I kind of had the same impression. And Troy, I don't, I don't know if you did. We'll get to that in a second. It's just, I gave you kind of a pass on the first test because that was super limited what we were able to access in that first test, um, character wise, gear wise, content wise, like it was just super limited. And, and Troy, you and I said the same kind of things. This feels a little floaty. The combat doesn't feel as you know punchy. We still wish that we could just create a character, but we understand Absolutely. you know you're trying to do this whole you know Skyforge thing, right? Where you unlock each of the characters through gameplay or through potential cash shop purchase, which we still don't know exactly what they're doing on that front. We just give them kind of a pass on that because it's produced by uh, Digital Extremes and, and you know, Warframe doesn't have egregious monetization. So we, we, we hope that that will roll through Airship Syndicate's Wayfinder. But now we're getting this and the game's a little delayed, going to be later this year, but it still feels a little floaty for me. It still feels once you find like the key abilities in the right order for your particular class, then combat almost goes on autopilot to an extent. And again, maybe that opens up later with even more additional skills and, and more intense and harder content. You know, we are limited in these tests by how long we can access it and what we can play. But I think I'm less excited about Wayfinder now, Troy, than I was before I ever had my hands on this thing. Yeah, the the first time around, I was I was almost a little forgiving of the combat itself because I was like, okay, so you're once you you know you 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 take part in this action combat, uh, once you do an action, once you do an ability, you're sort of married to it. You've got to you know you've got to live with it all the way through the end of the animation. The second time around, I was just I was just over it. Um, it was it was too floaty. It was it was too too dedicated to the animation as it went off. I was stuck in places where I shouldn't have been stuck. Uh, I was taking damage that I shouldn't have been taking because I should have been able to react. And at the end of the day, I think more boss mechanics and stuff like that later on in the game could make it more interesting. But what good are the boss mechanics going to be if you're you're stuck in animations the whole time and all you're going to be able to do is just sit in the sit in the uh, boss mechanics? Yeah, it's it's really in a weird spot for me because I'm not ready to write it off. I know uh, some other outlets have just totally written it off. 
I'm not quite there yet. I do want to give it that shot of what comes after, you know, the initial X levels when you start doing more group oriented. Right now, like you jump into a dungeon with a couple of people. Great. But you don't have to. Um, When the content does become more party based, more difficult, uh, what's that start to look like? But where I really felt it was lacking and it cannot lack in this category for me, Matt, is the gameplay loop just doesn't feel rewarding. It, it just, I, I really didn't care about any of my rewards, whether I was upgrading, you know, uh, weapons or, or it, I just didn't care. I was like, oh, you play Destiny because you can't wait to get that exotic, right? Or go get that version of the legendary or maybe get a re-roll on this drop or you played Division 2 for the same Warframe. You play to farm up the materials because the goal is I'm going to build that frame. I don't want to buy platinum to do it. I'm just, I'm going to go and do it. Uh, and then, by the way, I'm going to do story content along the way, too. And Warf- uh, Wayfinder just feels, uh, again, it's not out. This is a limited play test and limited content, but it just feels like a shallow pool of that type of gameplay. I don't know if that's going to keep me going back and back and back like I have for Warframe or Destiny 2 or or other games like that. Yeah. uh, Yeah, go ahead, Troy. I was just going to say, I didn't this time around. I didn't keep going back. I I played through the tutorial and I played through the first dungeon. That was it. I'd had enough. That, That fast, you were just done. Yeah, I was I was just over it. It was just wasn't that it wasn't compelling. Go ahead, man. Yes, I agree. I, like you said, I mean, it seems like they ignored just like basic uh, fundamentals, I guess, to these kinds of games in terms of like progression and what players want to see. You know, to feel like they're progressing and and getting those achievements. Um, your character doesn't look much cooler when you get you know equipment yeah you you were talking about in your article about the same you were the same character as somebody in your party and you were like oh we colored our robes differently nice (laughs) yeah there's just not yeah i just like i don't they really shot themselves in the foot with the whole hero um the hero like the hero like the character way you know where you can't be your own character uh, yeah, and, and you can't, and like the things you get, they don't really change the way you look. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, I'm, I'm big on aesthetic progression. Like you want to look like shit when you first start <laughs> out, and then slowly become, you know, right. a badass. And what's the point if I can't do that? Yeah, look, I, I spent thirty minutes in Diablo Force character creator last night just to stare at the top of my head for the rest of the game. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, appearances are important. <laughs> well, and see, I get it. I mean, one of the things they were saying was, hey, we're doing this because narratively we have backstories for each of these characters. They can tie into other characters, you, you know, and we're creating a whole cast of characters rather than just the hero of one, the legendary warrior, whatever you want to call the chosen one, your character. And we have all these. And I get it, right? You, you look at Overwatch. And they do the same thing, right? You don't create an Overwatch character. There's a cast of heroes, and we have lore for all of them. But it works because you're not going on an adventure with an Overwatch character, right? You're not starting mm-hmm. at level one and working your way through the gloom and fighting off the baddies and saving the world 
with Tracer, right? Like you, you're hopping in, shooty shooty. It would be cool though. Well, yeah, it would we won't be. Get that. It would be. We won't get that. You, you're hot. Would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> PVE no longer a thing. Well, fine. Here, here's some little co-op things that may or may not be canon. We'll let you know as they come out. Um, <laughs> PVE's not canceled. It's not canceled. It's not canceled. Cancel it's not canceled. Yeah, it is. It is. Shut up. Um, but yeah. Overwatch 2 is a different beast. You pop in, you do your shooty-shooty, you pop out. Like, there is no narrative compelling reason to be playing a match of Overwatch 2, but there's lore for those characters if you want them. In this type of game, which isn't an MMO, but wants to share features with MMOs, Matt, you you are going to be level one and then eventually be the hero of the world. And you you could have done this, like, via almost a, a Final Fantasy fourteen, right? You create a mm. character, and it's the classes you acquire, right? And, yeah. and just swap the classes. Uh, I mentioned Skyforge earlier. That is literally the system Skyforge uses, right? You create a character, and then purchase or gameplay, unlock the classes, and then just class swap whenever the hell you want to do it. They could mm-hmm. have definitely done that, but narratively, they keep using that... and. I'll tell you what, so far I don't care about the narrative either. <laughs> like that was the whole reason for these multiple characters. And again, maybe these stories flesh out and get better, but in the limited playtesting, I didn't care. Yep. Yeah, and speaking of on that, just the fact that it's half baked, um the skills too, I mean, also part of a good RPG, I feel like, is having all these different skills so you can choose you know which you want to set to your buttons and you know at least have some kind of choice and variety in that sense but kind of just seems like um those three classes that are only in the game so far just use the same skills or at least like the characters use the same skills and you just like oh you get this level okay you get the skill and eventually you have those skills but you're still not different enough. I just, yeah, game's a bummer. And it's really weird, Troy, because like the obvious comparison for the game, unfortunately, is Warframe, right? Mm. And we we have rose-colored glasses looking back. Warframe was kind of a mess when it launched. <laughs> it was, yeah, absolutely. It was kind of a mess. It's had you know the benefit of a decade plus of development and new content and feature solidification and system solidification and stuff like that. So comparing it directly to Warframe may be a little unfair. Comparing it to Warframe at its launch might be a little more adequate. But at the end of the day, hey, Warframe still exists. And we're not comparing it to a game you can no longer play. You can hop into Wayfinder and go, yeah, I think Warframe's just a little more interesting. I'll come back and I'll see what this looks like a year, two years, three years down the road. But will it make it there? Yeah, the problem is, well, well, too many people say that. Well, I, well, I'm going to come back in a year or two and see where it's at, and then all of a sudden they have no player base, and then it's not there in a year or two. Yeah, I'm not ready to write it off totally yet, but I am less excited about it now. And I'll tell you what, Twitter and the rest of the social media world was not excited about Throne and Liberty at all this past week. Oh my goodness, Throne. You know when I. When I wrote this article, Mike was like, now, don't forget to get the positive ones, too. I, right. Don't just go negative. <laughs> and I'm so like, okay. I, I had seen, like, Force uh, Force 
uh, Force Strategy throw some stuff up, and I was like, you know, I like Force's content, so. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Force didn't like it. You know, we were seeing quote-unquote leaks of the Korean beta for Throne and Liberty, uh, and people started reacting and reacting and reacting. And I, so I said, hey, Troy, put together a piece on just like, because we don't have access, we don't have Korean social security numbers or anything like that. So we said, just put together a piece, gather as much of this feedback as you can, and I had sent him like links to one or two Twitter replies or whatever, and they were pretty negative. And I, yeah, I said, hey, don't forget, like, look at the full reaction panel. Don't just grab these funny bad ones. Get some good ones too. People liking it. Like twenty minutes later, Troy came back and he was like, "I got bad news, friend. <laughs> <laughs> I found one, <laughs> one good one." So what's going on, Troy? What what is the reaction out there? to what we're seeing out of the throne and liberty testing. Well, it's right now it's mostly about the the combat. It's about the auto battler. Don't, don't get me wrong, it is about the auto battler, but the combat itself even when you play it yourself isn't good. It roots you in place. Uh, if you are moving, you can't use skills and abilities. You're not doing any damage whatsoever. Um, so if you right now the the consensus is even if you were playing like PVP or something like that, if somebody didn't like the amount of damage they were taking, all they had to do was walk away. Because you have no chase potential because if you're running after them, you can't do any damage to them anyway. So right now it's the combat and the the auto battler, of course, because with the combat being so bad and so boring, uh, everybody's like, screw it, might as well just let it play itself. And it pretty much does play itself. Even uh, if heavily. you're not online. <laughs> Even if you're not online, you have the option to to battle offline and gain XP at a very minimum rate, I'm sure. But, you know, what is it, up to eight hours or something you can battle offline? Just enough time to get some sleep and come back to the game? That's how no life they expect you to be in Throne of Liberty. Yeah, it generally was not an impressive showing, Matt. Just not an impressive showing. Yeah. I uh, I feel like, well, first of all, this seems just like a mobile MMO. Which it is. At that point. Which it is. Right, it's, it's both. Um, but... Which is fine. I mean, you're going to have auto stuff. But I just feel like when it comes to auto stuff, I mean, auto fishing, like maybe like auto stuff like that, that just isn't the core gameplay loop is fine. But when you're going to have auto battling, um, why why are you bothering to play this game? I don't Yeah, so I'm not this. one of those like it. immediately throw away auto battle. I just won't use it. You know, that's I'm not going to play the game in, for those purposes, but I don't like absolutely crap on a game that features it. Now, remember, this was way back when before we had like real footage of this or anything. There were rumors that Auto Battler was going to be in it to the point that mm -hmm. NCSoft did publicly come out and say, we're thinking about removing that. Um, we'll keep you posted. Uh, clearly, they didn't. But here's the real problem I have with it. If you want to have auto battle in there, that's fine. I just won't use it. It doesn't matter to me. And if you want to use it, fine. Go ahead and use it. Who cares? Play your games the way you want to play it. What I do have a problem with, Troy, uh, is the way this game is being sold before we were able to see gameplay. This is from Amazon's post, their own press release post, in February oh, yeah. of this year, so just three and a half months ago, when they announced that Amazon Games and NCSoft were now partners 
and Amazon was going to publish this in the West. Throne and Liberty is a massively multiplayer online role-playing game that combines story-driven adventure and action combat. When you say you are making an MMORPG and you say the term action combat, you are purposely trying to get across a very particular idea of gameplay, Troy. Those two terms together have a specific meaning. Mm-hmm. You start thinking Terra. You start thinking those types of games. That is not what this is, and they knew it wasn't. It is the furthest thing from that it could possibly be. It's tab target. It's rooted tab target. It's don't move at all tab target. Uh, there's nothing wrong with tab target in itself. There are plenty of fun games out there that do tab targeting combat. Uh, World of Warcraft, for instance. But you can move around while you're doing so. Yeah, and again, I don't have problems with tab target. <laughs> but don't, I don't have a problem with certain abilities making you yeah. rooted, like a channeling ability, something like that, rooting you in place. That's fine. But this was the company, literally, like, how, how do you not perceive that as lying, Matt? Like, right? Mm-hmm. You're literally saying, hey, we got an MMORPG, great story, action combat. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Can't wait to see footage about it. And then you see this, and you're like, okay, look, I know you've, only published Lost Ark and you've only made New World so you're relatively inexperienced here but you knew exactly what you were doing when you used the terms action combat and sorry having a mild block slash dodge ish ability is not action combat sorry friend Mm -hmm. and you knew it wasn't and you developed an action combat game New World is an action combat game that's what action combat looks like I was going to say that same exact thing. Uh, New World is a true... So they, they know what action combat really one. is. Yeah, it's good combat, in my opinion. Um, I don't know why they lie, especially because there is a market for good tab-target MMOs. Yeah. My, it, uh, theirs just sucks. I mean, here's feedback, and this isn't ours. Sin on Twitter. Throne and Liberty is looking really grim. Uh, Sony watching... <laughs> S-O-N-I-I, not Sony as in the PlayStation company, <laughs> which would have been funny, though. Watching yeah. Throne and Liberty beta made me go on a que- play, uh, go and quest in Black Desert Online. Sometimes seeing the grass on the other side really makes you appreciate how good you have it. <laughs> 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 Throne and Liberty tweeted out their playtest is live, and 3D3N replies, honestly, just cancel this shit. Nobody wants to play this. <laughs> <laughs> Throne and Liberty ain't it from Major GG. Yeah, I was so hyped about this game. Guess it's on to the next hopeful title. Come on, PAX Day. Don't let us down. Yeah, I, true. True, PAX Day. And, and Chrono Odyssey is another one I'm still interested in. And the, the PAX Day hype off of one freaking trailer is amazing. Right. Can we delay... Bl- <laughs> this is from Kerbic Senpai. Can we delay Throne and Liberty and get Blue Protocol instead, Amazon Game Studios? <laughs> yes, I totally agree. I can't wait for Blue Protocol. That's the one you want. So, yeah, not great. That's the one I want. All right, so let's finish up with one other. Maybe initial impressions weren't what they expected. We already know, gang, that the Redfall impressions were not what the uh, company was hoping for, of course. But, again, and I think, Troy, we had a cast where we said, like, the team had to know this was not ready. Yeah. Like, we believe the team knew and probably didn't want this to come out, but the higher-ups said it had to. Like, we mm-hmm. said that on this show. Well, according to Jason Schreier at Bloomberg, we were dead on accurate, including 
most of the Prey team leaving Arcane uh, while Redfall was in development, and the remainder of the people working on Redfall hoping and thinking that either the game was going to be reworked and delayed or even flat out canceled when Microsoft took over. That's what they were literally hoping for, Matt. <laughs> Please cancel this work thing that I'm doing. <laughs> or let us at least rework it into a game that we're used to making and that we're good at making uh, more of a single player sort of uh, a sim experience. I can't That's say so I'm funny. surprised, right? That's so funny. They like we've said it on the show. They had to know. They there were devs look working on this, Matthew, that were just like, "This isn't ready, guys. Like this has no cohesion." But it's abort, gonna go. Abort. <laughs> Mission abort. Yeah. <laughs> that's just that's just funny. I don't know what else to say. It's just really really funny. We were hoping that it would be canceled after Microsoft acquired us. Oof. Oof. Uh, what else do we got this week? Let's see. You think the stories say 75% of them? Yeah, they, they left at some point. That was most of the Prey staff. Yeah, I had mentioned that earlier, and they didn't want to make this type of game from the jump. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Uh, Sony Showcase, uh, since we didn't have a show last week, I wanted to bring a couple of the items here, including my boy, Cade Six. My boy. Which, is my boy back? I don't know. Bungie at the uh, show was teasing the final shape and possible Cade 6 return and a new extraction shooter. Troy, what's the scoop? Well, they're uh, producing a game called Marathon, which is going to be a new extraction shooter. Uh, you're going to become a runner and a sci-fi extraction shooter to compete for survival, riches, and renown in the world of evolving persistent zones. Buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. Wow, buzzword. that's a lot of buzzwords. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're making an extraction shooter, sort of a sci-fi-based one. Um, it's got a pretty unique art style to it. It's not just like uber realistic. It's sort of got an abstract art style to it. Um, the trailer itself is quite interesting if you want to take a look at it. Um, I don't know. Extraction shooters, there's they're starting to become pretty uh, pretty mainstream, pretty popular out there. So uh, they've got a chance of making something that uh, could catch on. Yeah, uh, and it's kind of like an homage to their previous marathon game, right? But they did mm -hmm. say, hey, this isn't like a sequel or a remake or whatever. This is kind of a reimagined product in that yeah. universe. More and, of just reusing the name we already have. Right, which is smart. Right, That's smart. It does look really pretty. I'm showing the trailer version, but there is like a breakdown video. We have it posted. Uh, I added it to the piece because it came out a little later uh, than when Troy initially wrote the piece. There is like a whole vid doc on like what is this game uh, and takes you through all of the different things. It smells like an Xbox 360 shadow run. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I'm actually kind of digging the aesthetic, though, Matthew. I don't know how you feel about it and, and shooters in general, but I'm interested. Bungie, and it, I, hey, I'm interested in anything Bungie's doing that isn't Destiny 2 because, what, since 2014, that's about all they've done? They just mm. keep plugging into Destiny and Destiny 2, and here's a new Bungie product, finally. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I I think Destiny is cool. Um and clearly it's good. I mean, it still has a dedicated 
player base. Uh, and I was also going to say that like Bungie has a pretty good track record, I feel like, at this point. And um, they even showed, like, they even talked about, like, Halo in that uh, vidoc. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and it's not it's not free to play, right? It doesn't seem like that. Um, so if it if it's buy to play, I, I'll check it out. Yeah, this looks cool. I like also like how they when you die, you just like leak blue shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I guess you're, human. you're just like I don't know. I it looks cool. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. Like with the art style and everything too. It's gonna be on PC. It's gonna be on PlayStation Five, Xbox Series S and X. Full cross play. Full cross save. Uh, as well. So we already got some of those questions answered and out of the way. And I mean, yeah, as far as Destiny doing pretty well, we did report this week that during a two-year period while the game was under Activ Activision's purview, uh, apparently made about $160 million in microtransaction fees in a two-year period. It's such bank. Yeah. That was on somebody's LinkedIn profile who had left the company and was presumably looking for another job. Uh, or I, I don't remember if they were still there and just updated their LinkedIn profile. Whatever the case was, they uh, put it on there. Uh, it's gone now. <laughs> like <laughs> 160 million in two years on microtransaction fees. That is a lot of bank. And then if you're looking for something maybe not so serious on the multiplayer <laughs> front. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, uh, his new favorite game is coming out by from <laughs> <Damn>. Square Enix. <laughs> uh, and if you don't want Marathon and you're kind of sick of Splatoon, here's Foam Stars coming from, <laughs> from Square Enix. It's Splatoon, except it's foam instead of ink, which does add, I guess, some verticality to the maps because you can jump on the foam and stuff after it hardens and use it to traverse the map. So... Yeah, we've got a multiplayer shooter from Square Enix called Foam Stars. Sure to be Troy's favorite game when it comes out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I can't wait to shoot foam at people. <laughs> what, you're not excited about this? It's Look at this trailer, so, dude. Foam is so deadly. Look at how serious this starts off. Like, yeah. <laughs> you got good and evil meeting on the streets. Very cyberpunky weapons and anime hair. And then all of a sudden, everything's lit in neon. <laughs> and it's getting <laughs> foam sprayed all over it. Matthew, you've already pre-ordered this, right? Is it? It's buy to play? This isn't free? <laughs> I don't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> nah, this has got to be free to play. Why would you get this if you can just play? But I mean, it's just... Not Switch game, but no, nah, this has to be free to play. There's no way this is buy to play. <laughs> There's no way we we have like no information on it right now, uh, besides some of the reveal stuff they they sent. I'll play it. Hell, we got Splatoon play. at home. Here's here's the here's the PlayStation <laughs> blog. Let's see. At home. Uh, 4v4 party shooter for PS4 and PS5. Battle it out with foam. Uh, uh, uh tons of screenshots. Not a lot of info. <laughs> okay it's gotta be free to play i don't think it's gonna be i think they're... It's, not, it's not gonna succeed if it's not free to play i mean do you think it would succeed if it's free to play it's a little bit more different because splatoon you have to buy 
if I could, if this game is exactly like Splatoon on PC and free, that's a different enough for it to have some kind of chance. Well, Plus, I don't, I don't even know girl. if it's on PC though. Like, hold on, because the PlayStation blog it, obviously just. I don't know. The PlayStation oh, blog just sticks to saying it's PlayStation 4 and 5. And on the FoamStars.SquareNX right. games page, if you scroll to the bottom, it only shows PS5 and PS4 logos. It does not show PS or PC logo at all. Okay, then. Okay. I mean, it was different enough. <laughs> I like chat. Like, this is done, son. <laughs> and you don't have a Switch, but I don't know if there's much of a market there. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't want to play Splatoon, you don't have a Switch, you don't like shooters on your PC, you have a PlayStation 5 or are still holding on to a PlayStation 4, you say screw Xbox, and you like the style of foam, this game's for you, bro. <laughs> like, it's, that's probably a niche crowd, though. And we also yeah, don't know if it's free to play or not. I. I feel like if it was free to play, they would have definitely smeared that all over the blog and everything. They didn't. Um, yeah, that's true. We'll see. That is an oddly specific scenario. Yeah. Well, you know, Square Enix just really finding those niche categories and just over-servicing the hell out of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we'll check it out, but I actually really want to do the first look for it. And half the first look's just gonna be me staring at the camera, rolling my eyes. Just like, come on. Look at this. You can surfboard on the foam. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm buying this. I'm buying this. Oh, the, the foam bazooka? Come on, Troy. You'll play this. Negative. <laughs> I wouldn't even go with it. All right. Let's finish up with a few delays uh, and things being backed up so you know about them. Uh, do you guys remember Ashfall? That was that no. shooter that when it was revealed on IGN, everybody was like, what the hell is this? It had the old arcade overlay bullet holes on the screen when you got shot. Lort. And the the I remember, Troy, you particularly loved the font of uh, all the nameplates and things above everybody's heads. Mm. Yeah, that one's being delayed. I, I'm sure you're shocked. But that one's being delayed until the summer of next year, 2024. But don't worry, they're still going to hold their July test. Which, fine. Let's do a test a full year before we release. Yeah, testing. I don't, I don't know what we're testing if you're still a year away from release, but I, I have we'll zero hope for that game still. Which is sad. Like, how how long have people wanted like a Fallout esque MMO ish live thing, and then they got Fallout seventy six, and that was kind of like not what anybody wanted. Mm -hmm. You know, there was what were those old ones? Do you remember, Matt? There were there were some post apocalyptic MMOs that were trying to cash in on that vibe, but they never really never really took off. Wasn't Rust is still around? I mean, that one's still kicking. What was the what was the one that there was like the one, main one? Yeah, there was what was it? There was one that everybody was like, oh, it's Fallout the MMO. Uh what was it called? No, no, no. This is really hard to to search without getting Fallout 76. Games like, maybe? 
Chat, anybody remember? Fallen Earth. Yes, Fallen Earth. that's it. That's it. Yeah. F on F. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fallen Earth. Is that still around? I believe so. It's on Steam. Wow, it is. Well, oh, that's Fallen Earth Classic. Oh, why? So we just all do it now, huh? <laughs> we just <laughs> everybody. We just all do it. I, yeah, 2011, I remember freaking covering that game and like people being all over it because they wanted a Fallout MMO. And now Ashfall's kind of trying to bill itself as the same thing, Matt, but I don't have any hope for it. I just don't. Yeah, no. Blue Protocol delayed uh, on our side oh, of the pond. On our no. side of the pond. Japanese version will still launch June 14th of this year. But Matthew, you're going to have to wait till next year, 2024. To be able to play Blue Protocol, and Get I could hear you crying. Not if I get a VPN. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, well, I guess I'm gonna learn Japanese. <laughs> can Can you read Japanese you at all? You don't. You don't. You don't need to learn another language to play these games. <laughs> you just click the buttons and hit things. Is this a good thing or a bad thing for the Western release, Matt? Bad because the hype. Everyone's going to know everything about the game. I don't understand at in 2023 why every launch is in global at this point. I just I get localization, but it's too far away from the from the Japanese launch. Yeah, I mean, and it, it does maybe, maybe it'll be more polished, I don't know. It does run the risk of if you um if you launch in Japan and it's, you know, mediocre, mm -hmm. then you've just sabotaged your global launch right yeah mm -hmm. and and how many people and i'm not saying blue protocol is going to be mediocre i don't know i haven't played it yet uh they did release a, a new character creation video if you want to check that out though um, <laughs> you can actually create a character in this one i know it's weird it's weird like being able to make a character uh this isn't a delay this is a going away troy's favorite mmo swords of legend Aww. everything's your favorite today everything is your favorite today Swords of Legends Online becomes exactly that. A legend as shutdown is announced. And it is quick. This game is shutting down um, the end of this month. The end of this month. Sad Boom. to see another MMO go. I, I I, I'm going to be honest with what I wrote in the article. Uh, I'm amazed the shutdown wasn't announced earlier. Mm. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know I don't know much about this game, which probably speaks to why it's getting shut down. But uh, it, it, it I, didn't I have even, fairly mainstream taste. So it didn't easy. even make it two years. It'll be like ten days yeah. shy of two years when it closes down on the thirtieth of the month. This was the one that released in like July of 2021, and then just months later said, "Okay, we're gonna be free to play." Uh, and an update 2.0 made it free to play, but literally since like last August, the we used to get press releases on this one. And Matt, this is before your time, but uh, at MMO Bomb here, we used to get press releases for this game like literally every week. There were constantly adding dungeons, uh, adding difficulty variants for dungeons or for raids or for whatever. Just constantly, like every other week, 
here was some Swords of Legends news. And then it just stopped out of nowhere. And if you go look at their mm. Steam page, all of their updates since like basically last August have just been updates to the cash shop fashion items. That's it. And now finally shutting down. I, I, I can't say I'm surprised besides to say I'm amazed it didn't happen sooner. Yeah, I uh it's just like it's just not good for the for like the genre to just like now you have to be a little bit more cautious when uh investing time and money into these upcoming MMOs, right? Because the people who did invest time and money that's like just gone. And that sucks. Yeah, uh they were brutally honest though, Troy. <laughs> the difficult decision been made in mutual agreement between GameForge and developer Wang Yuan Shangtung Entertainment following several months of discussions as we carefully considered the overall MMORPG landscape and explored every possible avenue for keeping the game uh, going. The MMO market is fiercely competitive and despite our best efforts, including the release of the 2.0 update making the game free to play as well as further content patches along the way, We've found that the player numbers simply aren't strong enough to sustain the game and the high-quality fantasy MMORPG experience that Swords of Legends online players deserve. So they were just like, yeah, they ain't enough of you. We're shutting yeah. down. <laughs> yep, just not enough people. At least they were At honest. Least, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. At least they were honest about it. Not exactly something GameForge is always known for, if we're, if we're being honest. Now, this isn't a delay, but we're getting a Warhammer uh, Speed Freaks game. Uh, the, the Matthew, it kind of looks like Warhammer. You said, what if Warhammer was Twisted Metal? Like, what is mm -hmm. going on here? I love Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal was dope. I, I genuinely, I haven't, I don't think I've played a game like Twisted Metal. Maybe besides Burnout, but that's a little different since. But I just remember so many good memories playing Twisted Metal when I was younger. That game was so cool. Um, this game looks cool. I mean, if people are into this genre, I don't know too much about Warhammer, but I know it's not like this. Yeah, so you don't have to worry. Be... Like, you don't have to for this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, what other what other uh, car, uh, com car combat game? Like, what's like the biggest one? Probably out cross right out, now. and can this cross this out a bigger like, IP? I mean, oh, right? it's definitely War, Warhammer's yeah. pretty huge. Yeah, I mean, cross out is its own IP by Gaijin Entertainment, and it's very Mad Max. <laughs> like you know, you just slap metal panels on your car and shit like that. Uh, it's one of those types of games, but it's it's got a decent following, but it's not mega, and it's certainly yeah. You're to your point. There's no IP behind it. A Vigilante Eight vibes. Oh, definitely. This is going to be free to play. And on PC only. Uh, and if you want to sign up for the alpha, you can right now. The alpha play oh, I'm test. Signing is up. I'm signing up. This looks amazing. Yeah. The trailers <laughs> look awesome. The way the orcs are reacting to everything that's going, the way they're slapping the car and, and shit whenever they're shooting. And then the, they shoot the rocket, the bomb, and the one orc's just riding it going, yeah. <laughs> this, this game looks fun. Can I interest I you in a uh, shooter? An open world survival shooter starring the Fresh Prince himself, Will Smith. <sighs> nah, I don't no. want that. We're, we're passing on that. Just everything Will Smith, I'm passing on. No. 
free-to-play open-world survival shooter called Undawn. It's really his first big role in a video game. It's being developed by the company that worked on PUBG Mobile, uh, and Will Smith will be your guide. His name is Trey Jones, helping you navigate a post-apocalyptic world, and it's set to launch on June 15th for mobile devices and PC. So I'm sure that will be 100% the most stellar product you have ever seen. Let's go do the Weekly Bombs. <laughs> Will Smith, Undawn. Just let that sink in. Chad is like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to give an A-bomb uh, this week to the... That? <laughs> to the LCS <laughs> situation. No, you're fine. Go ahead. No, that's what Will Smith says. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to Burf. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give an A-bomb to the LCS situation. Matt gets you. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's not, it, it's not great, man. It's not great. Uh, League of Legends pro players staging a walkout uh, over some decisions Riot has made saying that, hey, teams don't have to um, maintain their college series team, which was usually like the feeder organization into the eSports pro teams. So, yeah, and a bunch of teams opted not to. And the Players Association said lots of potential players and coaches that take care of that are losing jobs. We're going to walk out. This wasn't the changes you talked about. We had no warning about this, so... We'll see how it goes. Riot and the play the LCS Players Association discussing things. Hopefully they can come to a resolution. But yeah. Um the the you know, I feel for the players here, but this is also and, and I'm gonna give a dub bomb to the whole situation itself. It's also hard though, Troy, not to acknowledge realistically that esports is broke. Right? There there is no mm -hmm. real esports organization making a ton of money. Mm -hmm. Um and in fact Blizzard and Riot, in particular, are two companies that have taken huge losses on that side of the business to the point of scaling back those sides of the business. So it's not that I can't see Riot's point here, but you can make that point and institute those things without doing what the LCS seems to feel like. This was almost like a, you back-ended us on this one. You, you, mm. you caught us by surprise. So I'm going to give an A-bomb to the whole situation not the players or Riot or any particular group. The situation sucks. Go ahead, Troy. So I got peer pressured into buying Diablo 4. Um, peer pressured? By whom? <laughs> by one of my friends. Um, literally Wednesday night. So I'm going to have to give a, and this hurts my heart, dub bomb to Diablo 4 for actually working on launch. And getting into being able to get into the game and play the game i was not expecting that i was expecting to sit there in a queue to get error codes to get everything that was wrong with the diablo 3 launch and that didn't happen there was a short queue to get in uh at, at 6 p.m my time we got in we played the game there was some lag spikes there was some lag spikes uh but overall we we got in the game launched the game worked uh, and i was pleasantly surprised so your boycott of Blizz is over? Is that is that good uh, news? 
that's why it kind of hurts me a little bit to give it a double. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. Big game working on launch. That's not a thing. <laughs> says, yeah. Baron, Vagabond, Baron Vagabond saying love it, too. Yeah, I mean, the reviews are, are good so far. They're good so far. Let's see if Blizzard sneaks in some stuff later. That's kind of what they're known for lately. Everything looks yeah. great on launch, cash shop wise and cosmetic wise, and then they shank you in the back three months later. We'll see. Mm. What do you mm. got, Matthew? Actually, Troy stole my Devon because I was going to say the exact same thing. Um, I, I, I haven't been playing, but I have been watching uh, people play. And yeah, no queue times. That's crazy. Uh, but then again, like this is just the this is this is just the rich people launch, right? Like the the early actual access. game. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> the actual game comes out um, in a few days, so maybe there will be problems then. Uh, but yeah, that's crazy that Blizzard actually launched something smoothly. Uh, but Troy stole that from me, so I guess I'll give an A-bomb to Wayfinder, which I already talked about. There you go. <laughs> I was going to give somebody a compliment, but since you stole my compliment, I'm going to shit on a different game. shit on people, yeah. Ninja Panda says, Debomb to Starship Troopers Extermination for finally making the game we have wanted since 1997 and for it to be actually really freaking good. Can't wait for what's to come on the roadmap. Uh, also, are you doing your part? An A-bomb to Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation 2 for all the problems and connection issues from the main screen to not being able to receive the rewards from the reward vendor to being able to continue the training after the tutorial, though it's decided to work today. Oh, so maybe it's just a little moody, and you were a little preemptive on your A-bomb. <laughs> Go ahead, Troy. Uh, Shrek says, Dub-bomb to Deep Rock Galactic for having one of the best dev teams. I've been playing that on uh, Xbox Game Pass the past couple nights that's when you when you asked earlier what drg stood for that's how i that was why i guess that i was like i don't yeah it. this acronym it's just not reminding me of anything go ahead matthew uh where are you guys seeing the bombs uh right here <laughs> i'm not seeing them oh i have to reload it sorry oh uh, okay uh, yeah uh here we go yeah uh Takal says a bomb to Sony for the Dollar Tree S showcase. Y'all can do better than that. Yeah, yeah what'd you, you know, guys think true. of the the whole showcase? I mean, we talked about one or two games because of the multiplayer focus here, but the showcase as a whole, Matt, what did you think? Um, the the their their Wii U thing launch was funny. Um, <laughs> you know what? They didn't even announce during the showcase that. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is coming to PC, which right? is like, that's big. Yeah, it wasn't in there um, at all. No, they just they decided to, I think, just focus on the, the Wii U, which is dumb <laughs> and a waste of money. What? You don't, you, you don't want to... PlayStation remote access from a specific device that has to be on the same network as your $500 PlayStation 5? What is wrong with you? <laughs> what, did, what did you think, Troy? Uh, it was mostly a console-esque showcase for the yeah. most part, so it, 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 I didn't care a whole lot. I, I kind of agree with Takao here. It was, it was mediocre at best. At mm -hmm. best, it was mediocre. Uh, Terra Nova says, Debomb to the reveal of Vampire the Masquerade Justice, a vampire RPG in VR. Looks neat 
and I need to scratch that Vampire the Masquerade itch until Bloodlines 2, whenever that'll be. Yeah, tell me about it, my friend. Bloodlines 2, we've been talking about that on Gaming Gumbo forever. Um, yeah, the only problem I had with the, the VR thing looks cool, uh, but the Quest 3 is expensive, baby. Then when they dropped the price reveal at $500, I was like, oof, oof. And mixed reality isn't all that like intriguing to me, so I don't know, man. I did like that I'm getting a seventh guest VR. That is one of my all-time classic favorite PC games, Seventh Guest and the Eleventh Hour. That's a great series of games there. Great series of games. Uh, weekly question, or question of the week last week. Are you excited about yet another attempt at a Lord of the Rings MMO from Amazon? What are your thoughts and concerns? Wilhelm Arcturus says, The Alta Fox letter to EG7 set my hair on fire in a very this-is-why-we-can't-have-nice-things way. P.S. The safe money is on Lord of the Rings being canceled given Amazon's past performance. <laughs> Probably true there. And if you don't know the Alta Fox letter, yeah, that was weird. So uh, one of the bigger investors in EG7, which owns like you know, you know all the uh, Daybreak stuff, right? Uh, they were like, "Hey, you know, even under new leadership, this company." is undervalued and is being traded lower than we think it should be for this gaming space. Uh, and yeah, we are encouraging the board to commence an immediate exploration of strategic alternatives, including a sale of the entire company, among other initiatives, which we believe could unlock more than 100% in near-term upside for EG7 shareholders. Like sending them a letter that's like, hey, you're trading too low. I want a bigger return. Sell the company. And this is Ooh. not an, an, ups, an unsubstantial <laughs> investor in EG7. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Wilhelm. Go ahead, Troy. Uh, Frodo says, I was I was expecting something more like an action RPG with buddies, given it's Amazon. They'd want to milk the licenses they paid for, hence an MMO. Hopefully it's good. Mm. One can hope. Go ahead, Matt. Breckner Catalan says, no, no. Amazon's new MMO is going to have the biggest file size, LOL. Probably will. <laughs> Probably will. Fan2022 uh, says, question leak, I have no faith whatsoever when Amazon develops Lord of the Rings. Like Q said, Amazon seems to want everything under its belt. New World, Lord of the Rings, uh, uh, Lost Protocol, I think, I think you meant uh, Blue Protocol, and Lost Ark, or maybe I just copy-pasted incorrectly. Uh, and God knows how many things they are planning and or in the prog progress of acquiring. Uh, I'll give you an example. League of Legends. They're a game company with huge success to begin with. And how long has it been since we've heard about the League of Legends MMO? We don't even see that mm. game coming yet. Yeah. Amazon making a new Lord of the Rings MMO. Thanks, but no thanks. I would rather it's new Genesis. PS2 reference. Indeed. Indeed. Treatment of the old Lord of the Rings MMO. That would be pretty nice. That'd be pretty nice. I mean, they, mm. they've been teasing a graphic overhaul for a while. That's never coming. They've done little small Little ones. bits, yeah. <laughs> little yeah. bits. No, nothing overwhelmingly overhauling. Yeah. Uh, question of the week this week. I, I got to know what you think. Is Throne of Liberty going to be worth a damn? Like, what you've seen from the beta tests, you know, maybe you're okay like some of us are with auto-battling or tab-targeting or whatever, but from what you've seen... Is Throne of Liberty going to be worth a damn? 
why or why not, let us know in the comments below. Don't forget your weekly bombs while you're there. A dub bomb for something good, a bomb for something bad in the world of gaming. We'll be back next week, but remember next week's episode and only next week's episode will be Thursday here on Twitch at 1 p.m. And then we'll jump back to our normal Fridays. Until then, Matthew, where can everybody find you? Dino Fries on YouTube and Twitter. Thank you, guys. Troy. I'm on the socials. It's at Noob Fridge. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at Magic Man 1. But more importantly, follow at MMO Bomb. So you'll know every time we go live with a podcast, a stream, or we're just hanging out talking games. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers.